All right, everybody, welcome to the Dad and Buried podcast. It's myself, Mike. Myself, Mike. That's how I introduce myself <laughs> sometimes. And my man, Pete. This week, we're talking about what happens when parents get real, whether it's worth it, honesty in parenting. I know you prefer truth in parenting for some yeah. reason. Yeah, There's synonyms. It's got a better truthiness uh, in wow. parenting. Um, if you're if you're new, thank you for joining us. Um, my name is Mike. I'm, I go by Dad and Buried um, online. Um, my on the Instagram internet. on the, the internet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the information's super highway. Yeah. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I made my bones. Started out on Twitter, and now I'm on Instagram. That's I think that's a Drake lyric. You're trying to move to the the dark web, though. I am that's, trying to move to the dark web. The, the Silk goal. Road. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, Eventually, so, crypto, Mike. I spent a lot of my time, and this is an important episode, I think, for us, because I spent a lot of my time talking shit about my kids and talking shit about parenting. Um, but really, I'm a truth teller. Mm. You know. You know what? What a great label you've given yourself. I know. I'm, well, you know what? I'm a soothsayer. Mm. I had a friend in college who saw one of those like long like Are you? millipede or something who who decided freshman year in college <laughs> that they were called soothsayers. They're like a hairy long bug. And I don't know what they're really called, but every time I see one now, I think of it as a fucking soothsayer, even though I know what a real soothsayer is. Isn't that someone who's like a fortune teller? Yeah, yeah. But it's, okay. it's like an old, it's like somebody right. who like reads tea leaves. It's some bullshit like that. Right. Every culture has some, yeah. some kind of shit like um, Lady Cleo, like a bellwether the woman. You call one nine hundred Cleo. What was that? What was that woman? The psychic hotline? Yeah. Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo. Yeah, yeah. She was a soothsayer and also a, you a con are, artist. Okay. So let me just let's just back this up for everyone who's joining us for the first time. Beep, you are. Beep, beep, <laughs> right. It's good. That's one <laughs> of mine, you. everybody. So copyright. <laughs> Um, so you're, you're calling yourself a truth teller, truth teller. I speak um, truth to power. As someone said on the live before we new, started recording a new Miss Cleo, you're the Miss Cleo of parenting. Would you say that that's accurate? <laughs> you know what? That's not for me. It's not a designation oh, really? I would put upon myself. It's so funny. Cause I, I believe you just gave yourself that moniker, no, but I'm a, I'm a truth teller. Okay. I'm a maverick. Uh, okay. Top, I watched top, top gun recently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gun, you know what? So. Maybe more else? of a sundown. What what about uh what about um, just uh not just a guy just trying to write stuff on the internet? Trying to write stuff? Yeah, I think trying. I fucking succeed in writing stuff. Okay. And now I'm on Instagram and I and oh I God. visualize things. Still working on it. Okay. Check out IGTV where I make videos. Do you? We yeah. do. We're posting a couple actually. Yeah, right? I'm gonna start posting the podcast episodes there from YouTube that so you can good. see how much I'm sweating. Which you can probably hear how much I'm sweating also, right yeah, now. Yeah, but they could also watch you sweat on YouTube too. Which you is know what? Keith sweat. Kind of hot. That's right? a random reference. Gonna but make I, you sweat. How many Keith sweat? Keith sweat. He was a, a R and B artist. Oh, may man. or may not have been a new addition. Maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. So anyway, yeah. I talk shit about my kids. Pete um, is working on his personality a little bit. He's not online. Yeah. He doesn't nope. do social media. He's nope. very uncomfortable when we do our lives. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna post a poll after <laughs> this about whether people like. Yeah. When we do lives, it's horrible. with you. No, people I, I love should, it. I should not be. People want to know no, no, a little don't. bit more about Pete. All they need to know is that there's two angry dicks that are pissed at their kid that are pissed at parenting and yeah, want to bitch parenting about it. Sucks. We're also pissed at their kids. We love you know our what? kids. I but love they make kids, us angry. Sometimes, God damn it. So, uh, look, I, I talk trash about about parenting and about being a parent and about my kids. Um, I was gonna say lightheartedly, but I'm not that lighthearted. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it gets pretty, uh, pretty real. It gets pretty real. Well, I like real, to be real, real. and yeah. that's kind of the point of this episode, we're the right? Realist. So we're gonna get into it. Um, before we do, we just want to remind you: there's a lot of ways you can support us. Um, which the easiest love. ways, which we desperate for your right, your validation. 
The easiest way is to go to Apple Podcasts. It used to be called iTunes. Now it's called Apple Podcasts. And give us a quick rating, five stars, four stars, I guess, if you want. I mean, you know. A little review might be nice. Um, Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe and check us out on YouTube where you can comment on individual episodes. You can rate us on Spotify, too, if that's where you happen to listen to us. Absolutely. Um, If you have some pocket change hanging around, feel free to throw it towards us on on Patreon. We have a handful of patrons we're going to talk about in a minute. We have some merch on uh, shop.spreadshirt.com slash dad dash and dash buried. I'm sorry about that. We're working on it. And in fact, from July 31st to August 4th, if you use the code SUMMERSUN15, mm-hmm. 15% off everything. Oh, what? Sarge, 15? if you need another <laughs> coffee mug. Please, guys, I'm, or I'm a, taking a tote bag. I don't know what those bags I'm are called with like the strings to tighten them. Yeah, you know what? Those aren't totes. You basically have to be able... Whatever it is you're doing, you're you basically either making a mixtape of some kind <laughs> if you're wearing one of those, or you're an eight-year-old kid. It's or hard no, to tell. you may be going to the gym or playing some hoops. If you're going to the gym, you're probably going to be selling some drugs of some kind. That is inflammatory. Do you know what I mean? Of those strings, do you have that kid's bags? number? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, his that, page no, number. No, no, seriously, that eight-year-old's wow, pretty shifty. All right, so. Um, Scott, I was going to say, to, you threw me off a little bit. Well, that's what I do. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> that's what you do. You're great at it. Cause dead air. So we do have a handful of, of Patreon supporters. We just want to shout out real quick. On the single dad tier, we got Chris Coleman, David Tuttle, MS Babayan, who's just tried Little Bites, the mini muffins for the first time. and uh, or, I'm sorry. She hasn't tried them. She's tried to give them to her <laughs> kid. My kid subsists on them. Uh, we talked about picky eating last week. We're going to get in some comments about that soon. We got Barbara Geiger on the dad bod tier. What's up, Barb? Um, she's also known as Funky Fee. If you want to give her a follow on Instagram, although maybe she doesn't want a, a huge following. Sorry about that. On the father figure tier, Julie McCarthy, my old friend, Sarge, uh, one of the most loyal and decorated followers. Uh, Paul Apolsky, who's we got some good comments from him coming up. And the world's greatest dad tier, we got Mary Williams um, and Mom Party of Two from the DMV, who apparently, because of the confusion about the regional name DMV, which stands for District of Columbia, Maryland, Virginia, they call it the Registry of Motor Vehicles instead of the Department of oh Motor Vehicles, God. but everyone calls it the DMV. Yeah. Heather. She shares a name with, with my wife. I just doxed my wife. Ouch. I say dox all the time. So, yeah, look, obviously for us to continue doing this, which we like to do, um, but it's really sweaty and really taking a toll it's, on my health. I think it's 200 degrees in here. The support we can get from you, whether it's with reviews, and subscriptions, yeah. or you know, a, a couple of dollars that we really appreciate it, Absolutely. and your comments, they really keep us going. Comments, please. That's the ratings, comments, any any kind of engagement we'd like to And the to more support we get, you know, the less advertisers we need to lean, lean yeah. on, um, and, and the more... We're trying to get some equipment for guests because I know everybody wants to hear my wife on here and they probably want to hear your wife too. I know my wife wants to just basically do a podcast with your wife yeah. without us. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that down the line. So anyway, we're going to get into truth and parenting. Before we do, we want to talk about the last two episodes because we haven't been here um, for a little while. So we did different parenting. So what happens when your spouse, you and your spouse have different parenting styles? And we got some comments on that. Sarge said he was always secretly happy when Mrs. Sarge, I like how he's embracing. Yeah, this is good. You know what? She, how she accidentally hurts the kids instead of him. Because I think we talked about how I gave my kid a bloody nose by accident. He right. said he doesn't like that because he hates his kids. He likes it because if he did the same thing, he would get shit oh, for it. So it's like yes. the shoes on the other foot. A little schadenfreude. You got to mispronounce that. Schadenfreude. 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 I watched Inglorious Bastards recently. I should. I should know. They don't say they, that. They don't in say there. that word. That but word they do speak up. German in it. Christoph Waltz oh is a very. Okay. He's like trilingual. 
Oh, this kick is uh, wonderful. Pretty good, no, almost. No, that it first started part was off good. good. That, was that, good. that, that <laughs> last part, wunderbar. Anyway, wunderbar. Yeah, yeah good pretty call. good. Um, um, so yeah, yeah, I agree. I like it when uh, when my wife's the one who fucks up oh, and not is, me. It is. There is definitely some Schadenfreude, but you got to be careful. What do you do? Do you set a precedent of coming down like, see, no, I told no. you. you hold on to that. Hold you put back. it in your back pocket. You put it back, and then you just nurse it for the rest nurse of the week. Nurse it. That's what marriage is all about, exactly. nursing petty grudges. <laughs> <laughs> so Paul Opalski, uh, he said, one of our patrons, just like Sarge, he said, great point about maintaining a united front in the face of the enemy. Mm-hmm. My wife and I correct each other's parenting, but only once we're alone. The exception is when I'm really losing it, and she tells me to take a walk or leave the room, which is usually a good idea. First of all, I want to say take a walk is a great song by one of my favorite bands, Spoon. Everybody go check it out. Mm. It's on the Girls Can Tell album, which was their breakout in 1999, I believe. Check it out. Secondly, I agree with him, and I wish my wife would you know, do it privately. She calls me out in front of the kids a lot. It's yeah. a major source of tension. Um, I'm not saying I'm not wrong and I'm not worse at parenting, um, but it, it fucks it up when the she United calls front. me out and then a couple of days later, the, <clears throat> the kid, oh, I know. kid and then pulls, the, like, pulls that thing? out of his pocket and yeah, calls yeah. you out for what your wife called you out on. That's yeah, when yeah. you know you got trouble. This is some trouble town. Oh, my God. So MS Babayan, another patron and a very loyal uh, uh, commenter, says, just to clarify, totally was not a brag. I don't know what she's talking about. Do you? Mm-mm. Nope. We didn't do enough preparation for this. Well, she was not bragging <laughs> about going on vacation. I don't know. MS Babayan, we just blew it. We just choked on it big. Hopefully, you're not choking on those mini muffins, <laughs> those delicious little bites. Um, we also talked about picky eaters. Yeah. Sarge weighed in again. He said... Oh, he was just making fun of how much I sweat, which he's going to enjoy next week or this week oh, as yeah. well, because I'm just, it's just, we're going to have time left. He said he just... threw up a little bit in my mouth when he can see the sweat as it pours through my shirt. You know what? <laughs> enjoy. God damn it. This Sarge, is a little gift. Don't call me you. out. It's a little gift for all of those. Just go check us out. He said it doesn't help that YouTube. when Pete basically hides in the corner. You know what? Yeah, I'm kind of, you're a wallflower. Back. I'm kind of leaning back. I'm going to lean in. We lean appreciate in. the word from Carrie W. who said the Picky Eaters was our best episode by far, or so far. Not by far, barely, because there are a lot oh of great God. ones. But we really appreciate it. We got a lot of good feedback on the Picky Eaters episode, I think mostly because kids are assholes yeah. when it comes to eating and almost everything else. And if you haven't heard um, that, check it out. Give it a listen. Give some others a listen. Let us know what you think. And she said she really liked listening uh, via YouTube, like you. She's one I, of those weirdos. You know what? I do that. I'm a YouTube listener. But she disagreed about how you were a nerd about uh, giving your kids Lucky Charms. She's like, it's a childhood rite of passage to give your kids sugary cereal. I agree. Your sugary cereal was cinnamon toast. Cr- no, you said uh, honey, honey, honey uh, whatever, <laughs> sugar honey. smacks. What no. is it? Honey Nut Cheerios? No, smack. Anything with the word Cheerio in it is not a fucking decadent treat. It's not, but you don't don't even understand. We've we've graduated to everyone just gets Nutella waffles now. We talk about that. I I hope everybody just understands when you repress... The, it comes out the other side. It's just like, oh, okay, now everyone yeah. just subsists on chocolate waffles now. Here's, cool. but you, you, here's what happens. You don't give your kids Lucky Charms, and 10 years later, they're hooked on meth. That's, you know just, that's the trajectory. That's, how, that's actually how right? they've, the, the government has done studies. <laughs> that's what Reagan yeah. did, I think. Yep. Um, all right, just so you know. we're going to get into uh, the nitty-gritty, what it's like to be real about parenting, the pros and cons, yes. um, right after this. All right, so we're going to get into it today. Venting, talking shit, being honest about 
how shitty parenting is and the realities of it. Let's get real. What is it good for, parenting? I mean... War. Uh. No, I think that's actually what it's good for. What parenting is, it good, is for good for war. Yeah. So it's funny. War so I mentioned home, at, in the intro that a lot of this dovetails really nicely with my entire reason I started blogging. So one of the reasons I started my blog was it was kind of twofold at the beginning where a few months before I was having my first kid, I was looking for another outlet where I could write because I'd been writing and I wanted, I jumped on the blog train late, but I saw a lot of friends who were having kids and they were kind of disappearing and they were losing their personalities and surrendering to the parenting collective, which is what I, it's definitely a cult. Um, it has its own set of terminology. Yeah. You, you're, you change, you're enthralled to some fucking weird figure um, and their social life is gone. And that was one part of it. I wanted to keep my social life and my personality. The other part of it was most of the shit that I saw online, especially back then, um, was very much everything is hunky-dory. Everything is yeah. beautiful. Everything is great about parenting. It's the greatest thing ever. Hashtag blessed. Yep. And I was like, I don't even have my kid yet. And I know that that's not true. Right? And I was like... This is the origin story. This is the origin story of Dad and Barry. Okay. And I'm like, it's bullshit. Hey, it it's more fun to be sarcastic and cynical and a dick and it comes more naturally to me because I'm sarcastic and cynical and a dick. Right. Um, parenting lends itself very easily to that because it's not a shitload of fun most of the time. Right. Right. So, and even now, what's funny is a good, almost 10 years later since I started that and had that idea, um, it still resonates with people. Um, there's more and more people who talk shit. There's more and more ways to do it on Instagram and write like funny jokes where you briefly talk shit. Not as many people do the long form thing where I like write a long screed about how I hate being a stay at home dad and it sucks, which is what I wrote a couple of weeks well, ago. Well, so that's what really triggered this. Whole that's thing, what really right? triggered this <clears throat> recent version. Yeah. Right. So I posted that and I got a lot of fucking blowback um, from one woman said that if you complain about parenting she said she was when she was a single mom and she never complained about parenting and if you complain about parenting you shouldn't have kids and that is antithetical to the yeah. my entire perspective that's bullshit what's really funny is a lot of people responded i posted that that this woman had said that like in one of my instagram stories and somebody responded and was like is this woman literal jesus right <laughs> like she's lying well, cuz she, she must definitely have taken has complained it's impossible not to complain but that's what one of the things we're going to talk about is the benefits of complaining and and how it it's it helps connect you to other parents and how it level sets right as right. we were talking about before this yeah, yeah. brings down expectations it makes you realize you're not alone um we broke this down in a, in a lot of sections we got a lot of comments about it but the the fact is i don't think sugarcoating and lying about it and talking about how easy it is or how great it is does anybody a favor. It's almost like you're trying to trick people into having kids well, by talking about how amazing that's it is. That's right. That's right. And I think that's why that's one of the reasons we started this. And in fact, one of the reasons that I was even thinking about doing this is because the one thing that I feel so deeply about is I have three children, and um, it's fucking brutal. Remember like at brutal. the beginning of this? It's brutal on everybody. We talked about at the beginning of the podcast that well, like, we I were talking say about saying can I, can I we're not it? here. We're not experts. Right. We're just here to complain. That's right. But can I just say that? No. Okay, good. Um, so uh, when we had our third kid, it was Me and you? Yeah, you and I. When we had, remember, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> Greg dead and buried. <laughs> oh, his last name is Dad and Buried. It. Wouldn't it be Greg and Buried? Well, it's there's a also slash G R A I G, right? Slash G R A I G. Yeah, it's yeah. Or is it buried, Greg yeah. with two with three? There's G's. a couple hyphens in there, and there's a, there's a backslash. <laughs> you love hyphens, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, 
But no, when my wife and I were going to have our third kid, when people were like, well, why would you do that? To yourself. Yeah, yeah. I said, because we were really getting along. We were having a great time and we hadn't fought in over, yeah. I think about a month. It's and stale. it was like, this feels weird. Yeah. I want to start arguing over, is this your yeah. glass that you should put yeah. it? Should I put it away? Do yeah. you want me? Do you Who's tell, changing this why diaper? Why don't you tell it's me if you turn. want me to wash it? Why don't you just let me know? You know, it's like, okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's you why need we, to bring the spark back. Exactly. We needed to bring a little bit of that. That's the same reason. Vie. That's the same reason um, that sometimes What's I will. What's the opposite will, of joie de vie? Sometimes, uh, <laughs> sometimes I will empty the ice tray. Yeah. And then I'll just leave it. I won't refill it. I'll just leave oh, it next yeah. to the sink. I want to bring the spark back you to the marriage. You need it. You need a little animosity. Yeah. yeah. What a f- look at this fucking guy is what I often say. When you're talking house. about your wife. No. Look at this fucking guy. Please. My wife is constantly. I call my wife dude sometimes she's... when she says something. I'm like, dude. <laughs> right? Dude. All right. So this is one of the things that children bring because before it's all like, what? where are we going to go to brunch? Right, it's all brunch and um, before kids. Yeah, it's all brunch and what else is there? I don't even know. I can't even remember that far back. Brunch because. and like sex in the kitchen. I guess whenever yeah. you fucking want. Yeah. Somebody emailed me Which years ago on my blog and said, "I'm in my twenties, yeah. and I don't think I ever want to have kids. Can I be happy without having kids?" Yep. After I stopped laughing for like forty-five <laughs> minutes, I responded to her. I'm like, "Can you be happy without having kids? Fuck yeah! Yeah, right." One million percent. My friend, we were at the concert <clears throat> in the in Prospect Park the other day. Broken social scene. Shout out uh, Canada. Is this your? You're describing your friend group, or I'm what's... describing my friend now. This is no. This is not her email. This is me. This is not your friend group. This is. I don't group. have a friend group. Okay, you guys it. are it. Got Pete it. and Nate, and this unnamed Canadian. Got it. So we were there, and he said, "I don't remember. I was probably bitching about being a parent, which is what I do." And he's child free, as they say. Yeah. Um, and is not going to have kids at this point. And he said, the freedom, he's like, I love the freedom, but every once in a while, I feel a little bit of an emptiness. And I said straight to him, and I tweeted this recently, I said, what I wouldn't give for a little emptiness. Yeah. <laughs> Just to have some space, something that you're not worried about your right. kids all the time, <clears throat> the shit is in your life, you're not fucking stressed out. And I don't mean it, I mean, I do mean it, that's a true feeling that I have, where right. sometimes I wish I didn't have fucking kids. Because life is easier without kids. I'm not saying if you don't have kids that you're not missing it. Right. And there's a lot of people that want to have kids that can't. Right. And I mean no disrespect to them. The only people I mean disrespect to are people who call their dogs their kids. We've been through this. <laughs> we, did, we already went through that. <laughs> Let's bring that back. But, I, I, but, but on the flip side, I, I would just say that I think that through all the bitching, through all the – there is a lot of like fuck this, fuck that – but I, I do think that there is, I get at least, a sense of completeness having this bru- this crew of people that are now living in my house. Yeah, a lot dependent of them, on you. Yeah, a lot of them are not paying any kind of sort of rent or anything. A lot of them yeah. or all yeah, of them? Yeah. I mean, look, I don't want to name names, but... Um, <laughs> name names. Th- okay, there's two of them. Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Greg fucking freeloader. Like father, like yeah, son, I guess. I'm exactly. the father. And honestly, uh, Gustavo. So, um, <laughs> no, but I think the I think part of it is, is okay, you know, you've decided to have kids with your partner. It's for the all for all intents and purposes. It's a it's been a good thing. It's a great thing. But here's the deal. There is 98 mm-hmm. percent of it 
is hard fucking work. Nonstop. The day to day of it is it's work. And what and what happens is there's repercussions. So your son is you know someone's crying, someone's having a bad day, someone's just asking a shitload of questions, and you're like, and then you're dealing with the other person who's also crying. You're like, can you just fucking give me one fucking? My you know my my toddler's been up too lately. That's it. That's all you need to do. Here's my toddler. And all we need to do is vent. Daddy, what time is it? Three seventeen. Why? You know I what? don't. I can't answer that question because <laughs> of the rotation of the fucking Earth. I don't know. I don't know why. Why it's three seventeen. All right. So look, I don't so want to make it seem like it's back. not all about like me wanting to be the truth teller or the soothsayer, <laughs> the right? New Miss Cleo of there's parenting. A, there's a big benefit to me, and we get into it. I think okay. one of the benefits of venting and being real about right. parenting yeah. is yep. Yep. the stress relief you get I right agree. from it. It's one of my major stress relievers. Yeah. And I said this on, a, on, a, on Instagram. I posted something on Scary Mommy. Yeah. They posted a meme about how if you bitch about your kids, it doesn't mean you don't love them, which is my entire mission statement, and I should sue them for fucking plagiarism. Um, somebody was like, uh, and I wrote on it. I'm like, I'm like, it's stress relief. It's great. And somebody was like, oh, there's other ways to get stress relief. You know what? To each their own. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't fucking... Bitch some? on you for going under the bridge and shooting some heroin into your veins. It was Anthony Kiedis. I'm sorry. Okay. It was oh, the person who. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know what? If you want to go to the gym and eat healthy and like live a really productive life. More power to you, man. That's I don't want to hang Guess out what? with you. Mike took the blue pill. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> exactly. Right. So a, real a lot of people. Troll. So I asked the question. I'm like, pro, uh, well, what are the pros and cons of venting? Do you prefer parents who tell the truth versus parents who sugarcoat all this shit, right? Yeah. So one of the major themes was the stress release that comes from it. So Mary Kay Spitfire said, if I can't complain about the reality of parenting, I'd die from stress overload, yeah. which I agree with 100%, totally. which is so much of what I write is, you know, as they say in, in your home, your homeland, mm -hmm. taking the piss, right? Yeah. I'm just fucking around to get, you know, some relief from the grind of right, it. It's right. hard work. Right. With these fragile people depending on you at all times and all this shit, it sucks. Also, I will I will just say it's it's also really hard to to really kind of crush on your kids when you're with your wife or with your spouse because it's like you're just trying to get. But so what you need is a separate secondary outlet where it's just like this is hard. Oh, you mean like you can't talk shit about you, your kids where you're home with yeah, them? Yeah, you can't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not a con, that's not a fun Speak conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at what that guy just Well, did. it's important what to marry dick. somebody who understands that if you're talking shit, you're just talking of shit. Course, you don't actually shit. hate your children. Right. And it and it's a thing I say all the time, the same way that like dads get mad about how they're portrayed on sitcoms and commercials. I'm like, "Look, I don't care if you call me a babysitter at the park." Or whatever. If my wife and kids know I love them and think I'm doing a good job, you know that's fine for me, right? Yeah. So Ali Fraser nine twenty one says, I have a group text with three other mom friends, so that when we have hard days, we can text each other and vent about our a hole kids with no judgment. She's like, I don't think I could have made it through the first six years of of motherhood without those There's bonds. No way. There's which no is way. the entire reason need... I I have grown a community <laughs> yeah. is that people appreciate the fact that whether they think I'm telling the truth or not, it's something that they appreciate hearing because it's hard. For, for a lot of them to say it. Well that's, well, that's what I'm saying. You can't just necessarily come out and be like, look at this fucking dick over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a fucking bitch ass. Just constantly, constantly asking the same fucking question. Won't sit down. Oh, he wants a show? Look, he hasn't finished his dinner. If you're he's with walking the wrong around, person. He's, he's playing with his Beyblades. Fuck out of here. Beyblades. If you're with the wrong person or like a friend that you don't know that well yet and oh, you like yeah. talk a little bit of shit about your kids and they're like taken aback, we're not hanging out anymore. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, if you can't... Oh, if they can't tell the difference between there, you there, just, like, venting yes. and, like, 
Like, I don't hate my kids just because I say he's a fucking dipshit. Guess what? This is All a, kids are dipshits. This is the worst thing you can do because it's a story about a story. But a friend of mine was at a party and said, and basically said, my kid's, my kid's being a total asshole. And the person he was telling, you know, it shut the whole conversation. Yep. And the person's like, what's wrong with you? And then my friend said, what's wrong with you? And then there was a huge gang fight, but then it turned into a dance-off. Anyway, back to you, Mike. So that's funny. So I, I, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. So Little Charmer 80, who was one of the MVPs of uh, last week's Picky Eaters podcast, said that people who never break character annoy me. So she gave a scenario. She's like, you're at the park. Kids are being douchey, right? You're, maybe your kids are interacting. You don't yeah. know each other that well. So you make eye contact with the other parent, right? There's kind of two possibilities. Either you both roll your eyes and then start a conversation about how kids are assholes or what are you going to do kind of thing. Or you smile and support. And they look away. Like, you're testing the waters. And they look away as if they don't think their kid's an asshole. Right. Like, you know your kid's being a dick. Right. I'm not blaming you or your kid because kids are just dick. Admit it. Yeah. What's the harm in, like, admitting yeah. it and acknowledging I the know. fact that your kid and all kids right. are fucking pricks? They're right. like little cavemen. They don't know how to behave. Now, there is a we, – we have this on uh, Helicopter Parents a little – or we, we touched on it, but I, don't, I didn't really go into it that much. But there's the antithesis to the helicopter parent, which is – Well, that's the, the free-range parent. Well, not necessarily free-range. It's the one where it's your, your kid's constantly being the dick to the other – but it's mm-hmm. like whatever. Like the kid just right. wants to share the truck and just he – he grabbed right. it and don't – you know, you don't have to rush in. The point is, is you, you're con- – as a parent – you're, when your kid is a toddler from, you know, zero to toddler age, even to, you know, whatever, yeah. eight, eight. I mean, this is they f- get, that's a fucking decade. They get some free reign. You're, they get no, a, you're, a lot you're, of leeway. Well, you're, you're constantly just monitoring everything yeah. they do. Every single Always. second. Every you have to or they'll tone, die. T- yeah. The tine. T- tine. The tine. The tine. Like, the tines on the, the fork. The and the tines all mine, all mine. That's a reference for someone. That was like a that. Sh- absolutely shitty yeah, reference. It was good. So check your kids at the door says you have to vent and complain or else you take it out on the kids and yell at them Yeah, more. exactly. I agree with that except it doesn't affect how much I yell at my I kids. I yell about them not stopping. I yell. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what I tried to do? I tried to be super nice to my kids. Like, How'd hey, guys, could you... I was just like, fuck this. And I do that sometimes. Went back you went Hulk it. mode? Yeah, I just was like, fuck out. this. I was like, fuck this Hulk smash. So Sarah Lee Contreras, she actually quoted kind of, so I've given a couple of best man speeches in my life. Um, my dad gave me this quote once, and the quote is, like when you're given the toast, you know, a wise man once said, uh, a, a joy shared is twice the joy, or a happiness shared is twice the happiness, and and a sadness shared is, is half as sad. And Sarah Lee Contreras, who's a... Uh, uh, valuable contributor said grief shared is grief diminished which is where she says like you right. vent yeah. and you guys can commiserate with each right. other about my kids are dicks oh your kids are dicks too like we can uh, all agree oh, kids but in are a different dicks. way oh, but personal wait a second your kid will sit and eat but won't sleep my kid will sleep but won't eat exactly oh my God. okay wow so that's the stress release of it yeah, yeah. Uh, of of being able to vent and and to have a judgment-free zone which my instagram page if you're looking for one my instagram page my blog my twitter I don't judge anybody for talking shit about their kids. What about I your? You didn't mention your. Do Facebook it more than page. anybody. My Facebook page as well. What if about you would your like TikTok? To go I don't have TikTok yet. I'm too old. Fort, Fortnite dances. Okay. I've never played Fortnite in my life. Okay. And I don't dance. So anyway, Paula Polsky, yeah. one of our patrons, said that after I had my kid. So this is the dark side of that. After I had my kid, I thought complaining wasn't okay. It really messed me up mentally. He got rid of Facebook because he couldn't stand all the right. fake happy parents. Totally. Like the fake happy all the time parents. And that's where it's detrimental so, to hold it in mm. and act like you love it all the time because you think you're supposed to love yeah. it all the time because it's a negative yeah. thing. You uh-huh. get the stigma if you're the parent who talks shit. I, I think this is. I think that's really the most. That's the most unhealthy 
thing. Now, it's social not, media it's makes not, it worse. Yeah, precisely. It's not meant. Obviously, it's not the the prime directive is not for that account is not necessarily meant to be like, hey, look at me. How, but in some ways, it is, and that's right. what's kind of fucked up. I just stumbled across, and this is like last week. I just stumbled across this account of this couple. Dad that and lives, Barry. No, this, <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> my first time. Mom and Barry. You got to <laughs> oh check it out. God. It's great. Yeah, some people say she's funnier than me. <laughs> well, she is. A load of shirt. So uh, she, they're, they're an Upper West Side couple. I'm not. I don't even know what their their handle is. And it's like the most beautiful couple you've ever mm-hmm. seen, and they they're super young, and they have this like um, like young family, which I can only like it, they're so young. All of the fam- there's like four kids, and yeah. they're all under eight. I can only imagine the amount the chaos. of like fuck this and yeah. fuck that. However, not online. Everyone looks fucking beautiful. Yeah. Everyone's like I love. They even did a video, a, literally a video of them making pancakes, and I was like, oh, fuck. All of this because this is none of this. Is a true. Lo- you know it's a load. Well, of there's shit. there's two things. Either I desperately need their kids because yeah, their yeah, kids yeah. are the best. Well, and they are the kids best. of all time. Yeah. yeah, and they're they can eat properly and they can sit at. The, or it was a total load of shit, and I was pretty much convinced that it was most likely a total load of shit. But that's the problem because like you can't look at someone else when you look at someone else and they're having a great time you that feel makes shitty you about feel like shit when you look at someone else who's like man this shit is hard you're like fuck yeah it's hard it's the same thing when you see like when or especially this is especially true for women when you see like an airbrushed photo of a celebrity or you think a celebrity you're like oh this celebrity had two kids and looks great and they look right. great in this movie guess what they have a fucking personal trainer yeah, exactly. personal chef their entire job is working out so they look good on a 50 foot screen blah 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 so i went on that cruise last year that royal caribbean cruise. yeah we get it my best vacation of my life it, we get it it was a media cruise and there were a bunch of social media people on it i don't know how i got invited i had i wasn't even verified yet i'm verified now by the way blue check mark yeah don't point at me <laughs> thanks nate how's your blog doing so Oh my no, god! Wow, that hurts. That. Salt wow. in the wound. There so there were a couple. There were a, a couple of Instagram families. Yep. Instagram women with yep. their families who had over a million followers. Who were they? Just the most holy beautiful shit. Did it? Listen to this. Family. Listen to this. They sequestered themselves from everybody else on the trip. Right? They like they always Wait, hung out in the back of the bus. Behind, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to okay, tell cool. you who they are. Oh, no, no. But we're getting some. There were two here. families that knew each other and were friendly. They lived in the same area. They have the same lifestyle. They're big time Instagram influencers, fashion, all that shit, over a million yeah, yeah, followers. Yeah, yeah. All their photos are fucking picture perfect, right? right. They are on this, on the cruise. Right. They're on the excursions that we're on. They're all with us, although they're not interacting. They're only interacting with each other because the rest of us, the fucking hoi polloi, right. you know, they don't want anything to do with us. Everything is fucking super staged and regimented and. Their kids are fucking running around like crazy. It's all bullshit. At one point, one of the kids has like an ice cream cone. And it's fucking all over her. <laughs> Right. And the mom's like, they make the mom's like, make them take off the clothes because those clothes are needed for like their photo shoot. It's all bullshit. Right. Their kids are just like everybody else's right. kids, right. but they have to put up this front of everything being Ugh. fucking perfect. And I couldn't imagine anything. Why worse. do you want to follow imagine, that? I couldn't imagine anything. No, I, first of all, I can't imagine a hell worse than having to than fake having that shit. To fake, yeah. uh, it's not fun like, for anybody. No, it's not, uh, Your kids are going to be worst. fucking damaged. I know. When I go out, I'm like, these... My kids are going to be damaged, too, but for, like, legitimate ways, not for, like, bullshit Instagram celebrity ways. Although, we'll see. If I get get close to a million... We'll see. We'll see. So, so there's a little... A. Balash, Abalash, 18, says, 
that she thinks that not talking about like the realities and how much like the challenges and your struggles with parenting can contribute to postpartum disorder, um, which is another reason I think this is important, right? So like we're yeah, gonna get yeah. into the solidarity section where finding your tribe and being able to relate to people who make you feel like you're not alone and what you're feeling is normal right. is big. If you don't feel as normal, if you feel like you're a fucking shitty mom because you feel like your negative emotions towards you know, I'm exhausted. I don't want to have to change this kid's diaper. I don't right. want to have to get up in the middle of the night. This sucks. Guess what? It actually does suck. Right. Right? It's amazing to have a kid and you love your kid, but doing that shit and all the, the grind, especially the baby parts of it at the beginning when you're making that first lifestyle leap, lifestyle leap, that shit sucks. I've said it before. I've said it again. I'll say it again. You know, the Geneva Convention says that sleep deprivation is a form of torture. There you go. And for... I don't know. What do you want to call it? Three years, four yeah, years of your least, life. Yeah, you're, you're, I'm and, still going through it. And that's with it. one kid, and then you you kind of pile that on. I'm just telling you, like that. This not being able to acknowledge that yeah. makes you feel like you're crazy. All right. All right. So here's what you got. You got you you know your wife or your partner who's just given birth. Their bodies are filled with hormones that are like completely oh, changed yeah. and all sorts of things. You you don't know what's happening. All you know you, you, is that eight months. You know, prior to the baby coming, yeah. you absolutely have to paint the molding a certain color. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Otherwise, this baby's For not going to survive. Yeah. The baby yeah. will not yeah. survive. If, you, if, if the trim, if, if the, trim, if it's the not wall mauve, decal has a fucking <laughs> bubble in it, the, this, baby's, this baby's going down. Yeah, so the point is, is you're dealing with stuff, the, you know, mom's dealing with stuff. And then you're just like, you're in it for four years. And then it's like, oh, you got to have a relationship as well on top of that. Right. Guys, this shit is. You can acknowledge it. Admit it. Admit it. Right? You don't need to make somebody feel like they're crazy because they can admit parenting is hard. It's literally like the fucking hardest thing in the world to do. So I got a a comment from somebody who wanted to remain anonymous. Um, So she said she didn't want to have kids. She told a friend why. She said she was afraid to be a bad mom. She had a couple of tough experiences when she was younger. I think her mom was sick and she had to like take care of teenagers. Um, And she was like, I'm scared I'm going to be a bad mom. And her friend was like, look. I have those feelings too. My kids make me angry. It's totally normal. She's like, I would never have become a mom if my friend hadn't been yeah. fucking real with me and told me that shit. Yeah, it was a radical idea to me that others might yell and be frustrated by their kids. It's a relief to not be alone. Yeah. Right? And that's one of the reasons I do this, not just for me to vent and because I I like to write unbelievably hilarious jokes. But I, do, I just can't help it. You're also the Mother Teresa of parenting. <laughs> I'm the Miss Cleo. <laughs> Don't get it twisted, right? right. So, oh, hey, yeah. Oh, dot, hey, dot, ah. I don't know if she's like an outcast fan. Says, there's something comforting knowing other people's kids are just as annoying and loony as yours and that drinking as a coping mechanism is completely acceptable, right? Yeah. So that's another thing I talk about and a lot of parents do. And a lot of people exaggerate about how much they drink and even I exaggerated a little bit of how much I drink. Yeah. I'm in my early 40s. Right. Fucking kills me the next day. Right. To be hung over and stuff but you know i can handle eight nine ten eleven bourbons <laughs> who can't come on you know i don't exaggerate about how much i drink just yeah. um so again it's like the solidarity of like oh this person feels the same way and handles it the same way i'm not so alone genie six says i think it's healthy to be realistic i love my boys but there are no angels they bring so much to my life again I don't feel the need, like I understand this. I don't put those disclaimers out on most of my shit, right? Because I'm like, again, as long as my parent, my my, my wife and my kids know I love them, I don't feel the need to constantly fucking defend myself, right? I'm making jokes. If you can't realize it's a joke, that's your problem. But she's like, I would be a horrible stay-at-home mom 
you know, we all thrive when they are right. in school and daycare and they're not subjecting me to their constant screaming, arguing and smart ass comments. Like that's why I wrote my post a couple of weeks yeah. ago. I'm not a good, my temperament isn't well suited for being a stay at home dad. It doesn't mean I don't love my kids yeah. or that I'm not a good dad. Yeah. I'm just not as good at some aspects of it. And in order to help myself be better, I fucking trash my kids every goddamn chance I get. <laughs> people, people, um, you know, the stay-at-home thing. I think people do it for different reasons. You know, not well. Some in some uh, cases it's necessity. Uh, of course, yeah. of course. Sometimes it's necessity, but other times, you know, I think and I feel for, uh, you know, I work in the corporate environment and I feel f- bad when, you know, moms make the decision to go back to work after a certain period they feel really you know oh, stressed mom about guilt it. Is real. but at the same time they're, they're they they just know in themselves that being at work is actually it helps them survive yeah helps them survive so my wife is going through and that right now she just tough. went back to work yeah um and it's been tough because you know my fucking toddler lays it on i miss you don't go yeah, that yeah. kind of shit and especially it's summer, so they're both home, and my my wife loves summer. Mama Barry loves summer and doing shit with them. And then she's at the door, and she's like, "Oh my god, I feel so bad!" And then they immediately start screaming, and she's like, "Peace exactly. out, motherfuckers!" Exactly. She posted a fucking Instagram story about <laughs> that. She's like, she's like Look, "You know, it's tough to go to work. Yeah. You know, work is work. You know, yeah, even yeah. if it's the best job in the world, it's still work." And then in her Instagram story, she was like, "But, you know, I just left the house, and they're all fucking yeah. screaming yeah. in yeah. my husband's face. Me being the husband, you did, know." Did, and and were you able to say, "Have fun in your happy place," and your quote unquote did well that's just funny air, did you because i've been there no i don't i don't interact with her as little as possible when she's leaving in the morning <laughs> i stay asleep until she's gone and then i get up yeah which was the same smart. thing that's smart. when i went to work yeah. i handled the kids breakfast and got them up and got them ready for school and let her sleep as long as possible right. she has ms i'm just lazy and right. a deadbeat right. husband right. um but you know i've been the guy who goes to work and comes home and deals with the dregs but i still like being at work having adult conversations not being home with the kids and having to fill their time all the time i know what that's like and it's definitely it can be a relief yeah um and you know for moms that may be a little bit harder we're going to get into that who has it harder when it comes to like complaining and who can get away with it better so so the girl who fell from a star is kind of a new follower she may have been following me for a while but she started to comment and she's had some pretty um Pretty incisive stuff, insightful stuff and incisive stuff. Or she said, I think a lot of parents have a ton of guilt that they have these normal feelings. So they lash out at those who joke about it to make themselves feel like if I disagree with them, it's like me rejecting the idea that that's how I feel, right? right. So she's basically saying, she was responding to my uh, Instagram post today where people were giving me shit for admitting that parenting is hard or venting about and saying complaining is okay. And she's like, these people are so insecure kind of, and they're worried about their own feelings that they're like, if I reject the premise, right? maybe it makes me feel like a better parent. And I feel, I think she's probably right, but that's one of the reasons I do my shit is to let people know this is okay. I don't right. fucking actually hate my kids. Newsflash. Yeah. Right? It is actually, that's actually is a newsflash. It is a newsflash. <laughs> if you didn't know, <laughs> yeah. people, I don't actually I hate actually my kids. Didn't I know just that. hate parenting. Okay. So, Cato, till the cows come home, and I have a real problem with the with the Cato thing. Can Cato people eat cows? Can they eat meat? I don't know. Yes. We went through the food group. Yeah, a of course. Weeks ago. Yeah, definitely. Okay. It's so all it's about mostly fat. meat. Yeah, it's definitely feet. She yeah. says honest parents make me feel normal. I think it's essential to find another parent to vent complain to, and that's another thing. You need to find your tribe, right? So, like, like we talked about earlier, if you're talking shit and the people don't get it, that can make you feel even worse. Which is why I think a right. lot of parents, especially like stay-at-home moms and dads, they've been gravitating to Instagram accounts and to Facebook pages and finding people who they relate to that way. Even if you don't know them in real life, there's the solidarity of 
I can make this joke about my kid and this person is not going to judge well, me for okay, it. Okay, so, so we talked a little bit about the uh, moms that go to work, but then there's the moms that stay at home. And when those two moms interact, they come at it differently on the they weekend. They definitely right? do. So on the yeah. weekend, the moms that stay at home are like, fuck this noise. And the moms that have been well, at work are like... it doesn't even like, matter if it's just moms. But yeah, like or, my wife I, and I are dealing with this now. Right, yeah. my point being is that the person who's been staying at home has the guilt and the person... You know, I'm, I'm the same way. When I come... I'm, I expect to be handed three kids right when you walk in the door yeah, yeah children and i've just kind of you know get it's taken a while but i've gotten used to that yeah and same with the weekend so the point being is i'm at work all day home at night dealing with the kids on the weekend there's basically uh there's no hope right like i've, I've just i said goodbye to that not I guess until what? luke skywalker you know was born alcohol i found alcohol and it was a wonderful it deadens the senses exactly but the point i was going to try and make is that you know when uh, and I've seen this is when my wife who stays at home and is with the kids all day and she's with, you know, when she has conversations with, um, you know, fellow, her mom friends that ha- are at work, you know, they're very doting and they're like, oh, yeah. yeah. And they like really are trying to make up for it. Whereas my mom, she's just know, like, my, my I've wife got my fill. I've got enough. Is this, yeah, it's just yeah. kind of like, oh, I don't really know. I don't really want to do that or I don't really want to go there. Or, I don't really. So I'm at home now it. and my wife has a little bit of the guilt of, of being at work. So like when she's home with them, she wants to like maximize her time and shit. And I'm just kind of like done with it. Yeah, maximize. I'm over it. Yeah, man. maximize away. Yeah, you take the kids. All the way you know, to it bed it bath. always involves me. Yeah, dinner, so bed, bath. Cat Flan 7 says that she's European, so complaining is just part of her their her life oh, and good. another chance to bond. So I thought maybe you could we relate should, to that a should, little bit. We should, I should move to Europe. I'm starting to think that I might be European. <laughs> <laughs> so Baguera 8 says that parenting is hard and sharing it makes it a little easier, which is really what it all comes down to, right? right? Stress relief, solidarity, finding your tribe, right? So another aspect of this is the unrealistic expectations, right? So like we were talking about with those Instagram accounts or that Facebook account that you follow, the Upper West Side people, was that Instagram or yeah, Facebook? Yeah, it was Instagram. Um, they make it seem like this is how life is supposed to be and you're oh, somehow failing if that's beautiful. not the case, right? Yeah, yeah, everyone's beautiful. Which is why honesty is so important, right? So Ali Fraser, who, 921, who we mentioned earlier, says she wants honesty all the way because she wants to know what to expect. She doesn't want to be surprised, yeah. right? And I agree with that too, right? So if you're about to have a kid and somebody's like, oh, it's the most amazing thing in the world. It's going to change your life for the better. Like, no, I, I understand that. But give me the details. Give me the nitty gritty. Yeah. Right. So the girl who fell from a star we mentioned earlier as well said every time a parent is honest about their struggles or anything about parenting, it allows other parents to not put so much pressure on themselves to live up to this fake idea of what a good parent is. If we all walk around saying our kids don't watch TV or eat happy meals sometimes yeah. or, or we never get angry or stressed because they're such angels, then we all feel like we're failing a lot more than we actually are. Exactly. Right. So I don't understand. Sugarcoating doesn't do anybody any good. You're lying to yourself. Right. You're lying to other people. Are you right. trying to trick people into having kids so that they can like mm. be as miserable as you? Well, what's interesting is, uh, so I was just thinking about this the other day is, you know, divorce rates are actually slowing down. They're stopping. So if you, when we were growing up, divorce but rates. But aren't were procreation s- rates slowing down too? Yeah. It's all related, I believe. Because Probably. the point, you know, the point is, is, if you you know 70s 80s 90s you know everyone is trying to put on this happy face this happy face of like everything's fine when i think you said a story when you were in your friend's basement or something and the mom came home and was like fuck you know was yelling yeah Yeah, it scared the shit out of you it did but the point is is that's probably because that was the only way and time and place that, that she had to like out. let it yeah, loose yeah because she like, didn't have a blog yeah, like a renowned blog that was verified have, on instagram yeah or 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 even just like um 
Yeah, like a like a spray paint hobby where she could tag a. Well, a she may have. I don't know yeah. what her street tag would have been. But I think that that's really something that's kind of come into the with the advent of social media being able to talk and be a little bit more those those folks that are more real and more open i feel like have a better shot of being able to it's funny because there are still a ton of those fake accounts like the the people that putting on a show that do really really well and i don't understand who gravitates towards them well well yeah i mean i I think i think yeah exactly like this is what i want aspirational i i totally do believe though that that you definitely need a the, the antithesis of what we're well, doing, yeah, no, which no, is the positivity. But, but I don't, because that's why I keep it lighthearted. I'm not just about yeah, shitting yeah. on my kids, that's right. right? Like, that's I love right. my kids. Um, they're very cute. The youngest one is very cute. The yeah. older one, I think, is a little it. bit past his uh, yeah, sell-by date, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. Um, but I think but I think if you do it right, the love you have for your kids shines through. And the way I always say about it is, is the, 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 the peaks are really really high like the good parts right. are unbelievably good right. they're just rare right. right but they make the shitty parts which are all, it's just a consistent drum right. beat right Less. they make it worth it yeah, kind of, and I don't like to say that it's worth it because everybody I has say, a different. I would fucking... say they make it less shitty. I think the 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 most important. I mean, look, it I, just erases the bad shit you felt for the last three days. Like one good hug from your yeah, toddler or one yeah. like cute bonding moment. You're like, all right, this is why I do this. It releases the endorphins, and the other shit exactly. melts away, and then it lets you. You can you're like regenerated, rejuvenated for the next. Exactly, there's a base feeling of being complete, or like you know, feeling you know at least very satisfied with your decisions, right? And then yeah, all of a sudden, I did the right thing. And then all of a sudden, it's like, no, honestly, I like, didn't. That's, you're hugging too tight. Too yeah, tight. exactly. It's Let on go. My neck. Oh, it's bedtime. God damn yeah. it. Yeah. You're on my exactly. nads. Yeah. So another interesting aspect of this, Kathleen Seven says she likes realness and facts. I want to know about your kids shitting on the rug and what carpet cleaner actually fucking works for that. Right. Right. Like I don't want to hear, oh, my kid never shits on the rug. No. If your kid shit on the rug. Fucking tell me the truth yeah. and, and tell me I'm not going to be like turned off. I want to hear about your miscarriage, your postpartum anxiety, and how you manage. Right? Yeah, exactly. Pretending you don't have those feelings doesn't do anybody any good. Keeping everybody in the dark isolates yourself. And when you were to share this stuff, it removes the stigma. Guess what? Fucking everybody I know has some fucking form of anxiety or depression yeah. or whatever. It's called living in 2019. Yeah. In America, like James Brown, living in yeah. America. You ever see Rocky Four? Have you what? seen Rocky Four? Um, yeah, come on, dude. I've seen all the Rockies, but I don't remember any of them. They all seem the same. Oh, you know my I mean? God. After a while. God Polly. damn it. Polly dies in one of them. I don't know. He was my favorite character. Polly's around until fucking Rocky Balboa, I think, even. You know what? I know. I just said that because I wanted to see. Burt Young is a national treasure. He's <laughs> okay. in old school. All right. So Jesus. this is the funny part. So uh, I asked people to list the most annoying lies other parents tell them. Um, stuff that maybe they, they realized were lies after the fact, right? So read, teach, shoot, who I was nervous uh, might be like a gun enthusiast, is actually a photographer. (laughs) Says, anybody who says parenting is always a fun-filled day of love and wonder is clearly on something and I want some of it, right? So she's like, obviously, once you have kids, you realize this is all bullshit, which is where we're coming from. Like, we know it's bullshit. Like you said about that couple, we know you're fucking faking it. California, Arkansas says that she hates when people say sleep when the baby sleeps. Oh, fuck off hey not only is that usually impractical yeah, you need to get some shit yeah, done exactly you also want some time alone and that's your only chance when the baby's asleep you maybe you want to watch fucking 
You know what it's like? Episode of Dark. It's like putting on uh, the oxygen mask on yourself before your kid. That's right. That's you, need to, like. you need, you need self-care to, in order you know to care it? for them. But the, what they don't tell you is how long you have to wait in between putting on your own mask. They don't. You can wait as long you as can really, to the last you can possible really, second. And the kid's gasping. Really stretch it out. And then you end it with, and that's why you don't leave the air conditioning on. <laughs> exactly. I mean? That's why you always leave a note. <laughs> so M. McCoye says uh, she hates when people say cherish every moment. No. Guess what? I'm not going to fucking cherish the moment where a kid shit on the rug, right? right? The other day, um, we're, we're still teaching uh, uh, the hammer to potty train, so he's wearing, like, underwear around the house. He just fucking pissed all over the floor. Guess what? Mm-hmm. This isn't going in the fucking scrapbook. Right. Cleaning up his piss off the floor isn't a moment for me to cherish. Right. Yeah, maybe I'll look back and be like, oh, he was really cute as a toddler. That's not the same thing. Allison H. Ryan says, why do parents pretend they know what they're doing all the time? I've never done that. That was the third aspect of my blog. I was always like, "Well, let, let me." I'm be, not an expert. Well, hold on a second. To my kids, I'm an expert. I know. Oh exactly no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah no. But doing. she's talking about parents to other parents. Oh, oh. nobody knows who, what they're doing. You're not yeah. even going to know for fucking but, thirty years if what you did worked. Who would or did, didn't? Yeah, exactly. My parents still don't know. I just I posted a comment on Scary Mom. My parents are still <laughs> like, "He's 42. Let's see how this turns out." <laughs> Actually, I I've had that realization about my parents where I'm like, "Wait, I don't think they know." Yeah, they, no. like I actually think they're like making very no bad one does decisions. No, even to themselves. this day. Yeah. yeah, to this day. So yeah. um, here's a popular one. Oh, hey, yeah, who we mentioned earlier says she hates being told each age is better than one than the one before. She's like, my kids have been batshit crazy. She said BSC, which I assume meant batshit crazy. Yeah. Um, at every age so far, and she prefers honesty. Just tell it like it is. In my experience, every age gets worse. It's not so much that it gets worse. It's that the challenges change. Right. right. So when you have a baby, and we get into this a little bit, like a lot of people are angry when somebody says the baby part is the hardest. Some people are angry when they say the baby part is the easiest, right? right. It's different for everybody. Shifting to suddenly not, from not having kids to having a baby is a major lifestyle yeah. change, being sleep deprived, all that shit. But in my opinion, it's not until they have minds of their own, excuse me, minds of their own okay. and personalities and stuff it that it really gets hard because yeah. you're suddenly dealing with a person and it's harder to get them to do what you want. When you're just carrying around a baby, uh-huh, 100%. it's inconvenient and stressful for a variety of ways, but you don't have to worry so much about like them drinking too much and like driving. And I'm not even at that stage yet. It's my just fa- going to keep my, getting worse. My favorite phase of like the new parent we've talked about this is that like two, two month phase where you're like, we got this. Yeah. yeah we figured it out yeah. ever. How hard could this possibly be? And Every then, time you think you yeah. have a handle on it, yeah, yeah. The, sh- the phase shifts. So Danny O. Beach says that when her kid was a baby, she barely slept and had a hard time breastfeeding, was having crazy sweats, and was even having hallucinations that her son was dead. Ugh. She was super emotional. Just the whole childbirth thing fucked her up, right? Yep. She said all her family and friends were like, oh, it's so great in the beginning. All they do is sleep. <clears throat> Fuck you. No, no, like no one wants to hear that, right? It's not the same for everybody. Don't lie. All they do is sleep. The, That's not the case. Well, from an, then she says lies and pizza pies. I've never heard that. No, Have you ever heard that I, phrase I, before? I, maybe, that was weird. Maybe, she, maybe there is something going lies on. Lies and pizza yeah. pies. But uh, the, thing? the hey. only the only thing that I would say is is when you do have a newborn, that's the time to go out. Yeah, you know, go to restaurants. When we live in Park Slope, you bring the baby. If the baby's going to sleep, yeah. Places and get out. Because when they're a toddler and they want to run around and you can't hold them, that's tough. So, Mrs. Sarah Shaw says she hates it when she's told this too shall pass. My dad says that to me sometimes. I actually find that to be fairly valuable if sometimes you're stuck in the middle of something and you're like, at least it's going to end someday. But when you're in it, you're like, fuck you, right? I'm dealing with this shit. Don't tell me that. Right. Amy Langlais, I don't know, says she hates the lies about genders. Girls are easier than boys. She wished oh, parents we'll were do, more we'll, blunt. So I don't. We're gonna do. We're gonna to- do it. I, don't, I can't speak to girls. girls I don't have girls. Boys. I'm not gonna speak out of turn. Yeah. But uh, 
I've heard that myself that like when girls are little, they're easier than boys, blah, blah, blah. And then there's a lot of dads who are nervous about girls being teenagers. You know what? Fuck you, that's dads. Absolutely. Yeah, that's inaccurate. Exactly. It, and what it comes down to is personality type. So here's one of my pet peeves. So NM Beck 20 says, no one told me how little sleep I would get forever. The thing that annoyed me is that people always say like catch up on sleep or bank your sleep before right. you have your oh, kid. Don't and I'm like, fuck you, don't sleep. tell me that. It's impossible don't to do. Bank. You, you don't, that's not how sleep I could sleep get works. 24 hours of sleep that's yesterday. Not it's not going to affect me tomorrow, right? No, what you, te- what you should tell them to do is, hey, you're not going to get any sleep and you're going to have to fucking keep a kid alive and right. function on little sleep. So right. try that, like get used to that. That's what you should be doing. Practicing living your life on as little sleep as possible so you can get used to that because you're not banking sleep it's not real yeah, you can't no. do that no well also at the same time don't forget that you've you're you're with someone who's now carried a baby for nine months it's oh, already start it's if beginning. you're the dad you're yeah, with the, that person the beginning yeah. the beginning oh, is starting yeah. to happen and it's already you're you're just getting a little preview but you just don't know quite exactly how it's all going to turn out so christina and valentine says anyone who says they have it easy has tons of family help the lucky bastards we went over uh, this a couple yes, of weeks ago you're absolutely right yes here, here. That does make it a lot easier, the, the free family help. Um, so B.R. Sheehan, B.R. Sheehan says, the biggest lie that he or she hates is, I fell in love with my child the moment I laid eyes on him or her. I, this my kids is, this were is ugly so important. as sin this when they so, fucking yeah, popped out. This is so important because Little blob, I, I purple really, purple blobs. Yeah, I had almost no connection to my I think it's different for dads. Daughter. I wrote a blog post about this once, about I how like no it's con- okay to hate your baby was the provocative title of it. Yeah. Being like, Moms have like of course nine months biological on well, ramp. Yeah, exactly. There's we, literal, we fall down an elevator literal, shaft. Yeah, there's literal hormones that yes. are released in both you. They're the and same the body. Yeah, and then when the when the baby latches on, it becomes like a symbiotic relationship. It's, yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's for us. It's yeah. like we don't have a baby, then suddenly we fucking do. Yeah, right? exactly. You can read all the books you want. The reality hits you like a fucking slap in the face. I remember being. With, I don't. I don't my, have a problem with, with not elder, liking the kid that much. There's well, no personality for months. Well, my eldest daughter was first literally in the hospital firstborn i remember holding her and asking my wife do you want a sandwich are you hungry or cannot because i actually would i'm gonna go, i'm gonna head out i'm gonna go just quick to run and, and get a sub real quick Does what kind of else? sub were you gonna get meatball just a little meatball sub and just maybe i'll eat it over the my wife offered baby. like we were gonna order some food today before i left yeah. and she was like do you want a meatball sub i'm like it's fucking 95 degrees <laughs> i don't want a meatball sub right now i'll take the matzo soup is what you said i've had her. matzo soup do you like it yeah it's great Okay. So Sarge was one of those people that says she, he hates it when it makes like sound like babies were the hardest thing ever. He's like, no, it gets worse with age. Just wanted to give Sarge another shout out because we don't talk about him enough except constantly. Yep. <laughs> Thir- Lego 1311 says it gets better. Fuck no, it just changes and your ability to deal with it changes too, which is totally true. Everything changes. Every time you think you got a handle on it, it changes. There's something new to deal with. It's just your life though, right? That's what makes it easier. She says, oh, your ability to deal with the changes too. Once you have a kid, like I remember being really worried about what it's going to be like when I have a kid. Once you have a kid, you just deal with it. You have no choice. You learn how to cope, right? It's just your life now. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think the what it comes down to is, you know, the difference between the dad's and the moms and kind of who has it better or, who, or not who has it better but rather who, like who can get away with bitching right, exactly. a little bit more easily yeah, yeah, yeah. I so I got a bunch of comments like that where yeah, a bunch yeah. of people were like so somebody I posted the stay at home dad thing and somebody responded with it this is an MVP comment um, she said mommy Instagram is like my kids are terrorists and I wish I could sell them into slavery and everyone's like ah ha ha that's hilarious and then she said, when I said stay-at-home parenting is hard and I'm being vulnerable about it, everyone was like, go die, you asshole. You asked for it, right? <laughs> so a lot of people were saying, like, it's harder for moms. In my 
experience, I get a lot of flack for being honest and real and talking shit. Right. Um, but I get a lot of that flack on mom pages sometimes, I think, or from moms because I think they don't have it as easily as I do, right? They they can't bitch as easily because you're supposed to have that bond, that, right. that profound bond with your baby from day one if you're a mom. Right. And if you do talk shit, so Buttercup Morena says, I think it's harder for moms because society expects us to be submissive and totally devoted to our kids. We're supposed to take care of them and not complain. She even said that some people said to her that she complained too much about having kids for somebody who was like, because she cried and begged to be pregnant. Uh, and right. then when she had the kid, she was complaining. People uh, were like, what the fuck are you complaining for? That's bullshit. Yeah. Right? That's, yeah. You don't know what you're, you, no one knows really what they're getting into until right. you actually have the right. kid. It's like in Pulp Fiction, John Travolta says to Uma Thurman, you got to promise, I'm going to tell you something, you got to promise not to be offended. She's like, no. She's like, I can't promise not to be offended. I don't know what you're going to say. So you might say something to me and by no fault of my own, I'm offended. That's my natural reaction, right? And you can't get mad at me for being offended, right? So when somebody has a kid, you can be like, oh, I'm going to be the best mom or this is going to be so easy. And then you have the kid and you realize, oh, shit, I was wrong. This is different than I thought. You yeah. can't come down on somebody for that. Man, you are a soothsayer. You just weave I am. Pulp, pulp Fiction right into that story. Well, you know, it's, it's Tarantino time. Really I haven't looked. seen that new one yet. I hope we see it this that weekend. <clears throat> So Cheesy Favier says that it's more pressure for moms to sugarcoat it and it's more socially acceptable for dads to complain, which is, again, where I say I get a lot of shit for complaining. Yeah. Maybe not as much as moms would get. Yeah. Um, mom, there is a lot of parental judgment just in general for yeah. everybody. And Sarge brings that up. It's like it's hard to be honest because of the judgment of others. Right. I have sort of a, a thick skin. I do it in character a little bit, even though we were saying in the live before that it's a very thin <laughs> character there. Um, very small but I, I like I like fucking with the trolls and people don't get it. it doesn't bother me for the most part when somebody judges me for my parenting I know I'm doing a good job as, again as long as my wife and kids are into it right. um, everybody has a hard time dealing with the judgment of other parents especially because of social media right. it's just everywhere you can just compare yourself to everybody come down on anybody if you don't have your fucking car seat buckled in right oh, and yeah. God forbid you fucking make a joke about wanting to sell your kids into slavery yeah. or not liking them yeah I mean, and every once in a while, you'll see, uh, you know, some uh, like an infant in someone's lap as they're driving down the highway, and you'd be like, "Now that's a fucking bad parent." Yeah, right there. there are some clear cases yeah. of bad parenting. Yeah, like and you then, see like a baby smoking a cigarette, and then you shake your head and disapprove, and you go, "I can't believe that fucking person even was allowed to have a baby." So Lauren what underscore Hove camp like said, me. and then you turn around I'm and hold on one second. Yeah, shut the fuck up, yeah, everybody in this car. <laughs> Lauren underscore Hovkamp says she's a licensed newborn care specialist, so she thought she knew everything, and then she laughed when she had her kids. She was like, guess uh, what? I didn't know shit. Yeah. Like Uma Thurman oh, in Pulp Fiction. Turns out. Through no fault of her own, well, she couldn't the be The difference prepared. is like reading like the book about how to tango and then actually tangoing and like learning. Please tell me you've you read know? a book about how to tango. I have uh, not done What's that. it called? It Takes Two it's to just, Tango? It's just an analogy I use all the time. The tango analogy? The reading my, a book about <clears throat> tango yeah, analogy? Yeah, that my family loves. They love when I use that analogy. I bet they do. I didn't like it at all. Um, well, that's a good thing that you're not <laughs> in my family yet. So I'm just going to let it sit out there that I said yet. All right. Well, look, obviously, um, I think I've, again, lost a good 10 pounds. Can't, it's okay. Yeah. Because of the sweat, not because of the venting. Got it. That but, would be nice, though, if venting relieved stress and also... I believe it does. I think I said I, th I always feel about 10% better. Divesting the burden this. makes you feel better? Yeah, I feel about 10% better after. The point is, I love venting. Uh, it's a stress reliever for me. I think it's a stress reliever for a lot of these people. I think it has a lot of benefits. I don't think sugarcoating does anybody any favors no. in any way. Nope. Um, if you want to do more venting, come over to my Instagram. 
or go to comment on YouTube. We'd love to hear. We'd love give to give me some the comments on this. Yeah. yeah, the YouTube on this episode. Give us some reviews. You can yeah. vent about the podcast. You can tell us that yeah. we blew it. Yep. We totally missed the following. Give us five stars and then say that we blew it. <laughs> um, and then just uh, DM Mike. I did want to ask Nate really quick. Do, does venting about parenting, hearing all this shit, you don't have kids. Does it turn you off? Does it scare you about having kids? No. Um, uh, I think, you know, I, I mentioned it a little bit earlier. In the, I think if it was 10 years ago in my life, maybe. When you were like 20? Yeah. But how, like, when you're 20... You don't know what you're going to be like at 30 or even at 40. Sure, but you don't know much of anything at all. That's fucking true. You don't know shit compared to us, right? We're 10 years older than this well, guy. This, this, bit, this bit is good because uh, Nate obviously doesn't have a microphone, so it's probably almost impossible for most people. Well, to maybe if it's fucking somebody would go to Patreon, we could get Nate a microphone. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so if well, you want to hear more from Pete, go to Patreon. But if you just want to <laughs> uh, vent, vent about us... Hit us up with the comments and the reviews on iTunes Please and Spotify and people, YouTube. Spread the word. Um, we were, I think we're going to take a seven or eight month hiatus until it's December or so because yeah. yeah. I'm literally dying for it's the third week in a row. The hottest. That's a joke. It, can it is a be. joke. It's we'll a be joke. back next week. Yeah, yeah. We don't know the topic yet. So if you have topic suggestions, Facebook group or uh, hit me up. I got a million different ways Listen, to be. Listen, uh, this, this, this podcast is about you, not about us. We're just the, uh, the, the Miss Cleo of uh, the soothsayers. Parenting. That's right. All Thanks right. for joining. Thanks for listening. We hope uh, we made uh, the whole parenting thing a little bit easier for you. Sorry again about how much I'm sweating. I'm, yeah. You can literally hear it, I think, through the microphone. Yeah. It's on my nose. Okay. We'll catch you next week, guys.